0: Greetings and salutations, my fellow plebs. My name is Walker, and this is The Bitcoin Podcast. It's Tuesday, July 11th, 2023. At the time of recording, the Bitcoin block height is 798279, and the value of one Bitcoin is still one Bitcoin. Today's episode is Bitcoin 101. And I'm gonna talk about a concept that is easy to misunderstand if you read legacy media like Bloomberg, and that is the Bitcoin having. So whether you're new to Bitcoin, or still just Bitcoin curious, this Bitcoin 101 episode is for you. And if you are already a Bitcoiner, hopefully this episode gives you some new ideas to chew on. So without further ado, Let's get into it. You've probably heard about the Bitcoin halving, but depending on what you heard or from whom you heard it, you might have the wrong idea. For example, if you read Bloomberg, you might think that the Bitcoin halving is a quote, once in every four years event, which rewrites the underlying code of the world's biggest cryptocurrency. The first part of that statement is correct. The halving happens about every four years, but the rest could not be further from the truth. As Pierre Richard pointed out on Twitter, halvings do not rewrite Bitcoin's code. They have been in Bitcoin's code from the beginning. If you're not following Pierre, I highly recommend you do so. He's a great resource for Bitcoin education, memes, and the occasional New York times wrecking video. He's at BitcoinPierre on Twitter. We won't get into all the details of what miners actually do in today's episode, but before we get back to the halving, I wanna share one more tweet from Pierre with regard to miners. Quote, it is possible to be simple and accurate. Bitcoin mining rigs perform computational work to finalize transactions on the ledger. This prevents users from spending the same coins twice. This prevention of double spending is one of the key features of Bitcoin, and we'll get into it in greater detail in a later episode, but for now, back to the halving. The Bitcoin halving cycle is a mechanism inherent in the Bitcoin protocol, which, as the name suggests, cuts the reward for mining Bitcoin in half every 210,000 blocks, which is approximately every four years. But how do we know the halving will occur about every four years? because of the Bitcoin difficulty adjustment. Bitcoin's difficulty adjustment is a mechanism that ensures the time taken to mine a block remains at approximately 10 minutes, regardless of the total computational power or hash rate of the network. Here's how it works. Every 2016 blocks, or about every two weeks, the Bitcoin software automatically adjusts the mining difficulty. If blocks were mined faster than every 10 minutes on average during this period, the difficulty increases. If blocks were mined slower, the difficulty decreases. This ensures that the block time remains consistent over the long term. So one block is mined approximately every 10 minutes. This equates to about six blocks per hour. And in a day, 24 hours, approximately 144 blocks are mined. Over a year, this results in about 52,560 blocks, give or take. So it takes approximately four years to mine those 210,000 blocks. But what does that actually mean for you in the year 2023? Well, as Wicked Smart Bitcoin pointed out on Twitter, quote, 92.5% of all the Bitcoin has officially been mined, only 7.5% left. Wicked Smart is another Bitcoiner you should definitely follow. There is no second best when it comes to Bitcoin visualizations, and you can find him at W underscore S underscore Bitcoin on Twitter. When Bitcoin was launched in 2009, the block reward was 50 Bitcoin. After the first halving in 2012, it was reduced to 25, then to 12.5 in 2016, 6.25 in 2020. The next halving event is expected in 2024, likely mid-April where the block reward will further drop to 3.125 Bitcoin. The halving cycle impacts the supply of new Bitcoin entering the market. Over time, as the reward for mining decreases, the rate at which new Bitcoin are created slows down. This mechanism continues until the maximum supply of 21 million Bitcoin has been mined, which is expected to happen around the year 2140. Here's an interesting fact about the mathematical structure of the halving cycles. The design of Bitcoin's issuance model is such that after each halving cycle, approximately 50% of the remaining Bitcoin to ever be mined is issued in that cycle. So, at the end of each cycle, the percentage of total Bitcoin left to be mined corresponds roughly to the block reward from the previous cycle, expressed as a percentage of the total supply of 21 million Bitcoin. For instance, At the end of the first halving cycle, when the block reward went from 50 to 25, about 50% of the total supply of Bitcoin were left to be mined. At the end of the second halving cycle, when the block reward went from 25 to 12.5, about 25% were left. At the end of the third, when the reward went from 12.5 to 6.25, about 12.5% were left. In the current cycle, the block reward is 6.25 Bitcoin. At the beginning of this cycle, there were around 18.375 million Bitcoin in existence, 87.5% of the total supply, leaving that 12.5% or 2.625 million Bitcoin yet to be mined. At the end of this cycle, and again, that's 2024, the block reward will have to 3.125 Bitcoin. By this time, we'll have about 19.6875 million Bitcoin in existence, or 93.75% of the total supply, leaving just 6.25% or 1.3125 million Bitcoin yet to be mined. Leaving the numbers aside for a second, let's zoom out and think about this. The halving process results in an exponentially decreasing issuance of new Bitcoin until we reach the maximum supply of 21 million. We're already almost 93% of the way there, and only a small fraction of the world right now owns Bitcoin. There are over 25 million millionaires in the USA alone. That means there's not enough Bitcoin that will ever exist for even the present-day millionaires in America alone to own a full Bitcoin. Oh, I should also mention, It's likely that over 3 million Bitcoin are lost forever, making this absolutely scarce asset even more scarce than 21 million. You don't have to be a PhD economist to understand a simple fact. If demand stays the same or increases while the supply of new coins decreases, the price in fiat money terms rises. Sadly, most PhD fiat economists don't seem to understand basic supply and demand, but that's a story for a different day. In a tumultuous and unpredictable world, the beauty of Bitcoin is its predictability. It has a fixed monetary policy, there will only ever be 21 million Bitcoin, and no one can create more. You know with certainty what the issuance schedule of new Bitcoin is. You know that about every four years, the number of new Bitcoin issued is cut in half. And you know this monetary policy will remain the same for the next year, the next decade, and the entirety of Bitcoin's long future, long after you and I are dead. Compare Bitcoin's predictable monetary policy and finite supply with the monetary policy of central banks like the Federal Reserve and their infinite money printer. None of us know what their monetary policy is going to be next week, let alone next year or next decade. They sure as hell don't know. The only thing you can be certain of with fiat money printed by central banks is this. Every single fiat currency will trend to zero relative to bitcoin bitcoin's predictability allows you to plan for your future to save the value of your time and energy in a money with exponentially decreasing new supply with the absolute scarcity of 21 million fiat money forces you to think short term planning weeks or months ahead riddled with uncertainty bitcoin allows you to think long term planning years and decades ahead, calm and resolute thanks to its predictability. Ultimately, there is the world before Bitcoin and the world after Bitcoin. You are lucky enough to be alive at this place in time and space, at this turning point in history. The future is here. Are you ready for it? And that's a wrap on this Bitcoin 101 episode of The Bitcoin Podcast. Hit me up on Twitter at Titcoin Podcast or at Walker America to let me know what you think of the show. To zap me or send me a note on Noster, go to primal.net slash Walker. Or just go to bitcoinpodcast.net and you'll find all these links plus all the episodes. Apparently in podcasts, people tell you to subscribe and like and turn on notifications and stuff wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube if you're watching it there, but I'm just going to tell you to do whatever the fuck you want. Bitcoin is scarce. There will only ever be 21 million, but Bitcoin podcasts are abundant. So thank you for spending your scarce time to listen to another fucking Bitcoin podcast. Until next time, stay free.